I am back. Uh, sorry about earlier. For those of you that tuned in earlier today, I had started a live, but um, I am restarting the live to focus on some topics that I was kind of talking about. I have a better idea of what I want to talk about because I had a few clients today that came in that I did some sessions for, and it kind of gives me an idea of what we need to talk about. Um, I love the subject of talking about the positive and the negative and the light and shadow. And I feel like light and shadow work is really important for balancing the inner self and the outer self. Um, I saw, as most people I'm sure had seen recently, um, the Barbie movie that came out. I went and saw it and it kind of gave me a lot to think about with the masculine and feminine that have been the theme since the transition of the nodes, which happened a week or two ago. And I thought I would talk a lot about um, that, specifically masculine and feminine, because I feel like this is kind of a theme that's going to be portrayed for everybody for the next coming weeks and until we get past the eclipse that is October 28th that closes out the last part of the the North Node Taurus. It'll be a Taurus eclipse on the 28th of October. So until then we pretty much have some um, thoughts and processes that we are closing out and finishing and, and finalizing. So as far as what people are purging, the most common things are emotional, like our connections to people, our reactions, noticing, oh, did you learn your lesson? Um, did you stop reacting? Did you pause to think about what you were feeling before you reacted or did you automatically react? Um, if you automatically react, then the next step would be to observe before reacting. And if you were to observe before reacting, the next step is to transition. If people do not serve you any longer, then it's time to move on to better people, better things, your community, the people that are watching here and now. And for me, like you guys are my community. So those that serve me and those that don't, I just don't put the energy towards anymore. After seeing Barbie, um, I kind of wanted to talk about this. Uh, I don't know how I feel personally about the film um, from what I felt when I reacted to it. I think it was very, um, it was geared towards being a parody. So humorous, um, there were quippy jokes that I feel like adults would get more than children would. My concern that I felt, which kind of taps into the masculine and feminine, is that this is a, a movie that's been, you know, heavy propaganda, heavy, people are going to see it because it's popular right now. Um, when I was a kid, the song by Aqua, which is the popular song that's going around, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world, Life in Plastic, it's fantastic. Um, I, it reminds me of what's happening right now. The AI is huge. There's a lot of topics like Hollywood where people are going on strike um, that have been on strike for a while now, the writers and the actors. And I think it's accumulating. I think there's a finality to all of this. I think that we're building up to understand a masculine and feminine. I think that, and the non-masculine, non-feminine, like as if there is nothing in between. There's this shift of consciousness where um, people are confused about where their energy lies in the masculine and feminine, where these are just concepts that humans have created. Um, the idea of being a man or a woman is a concept, but it, there is science, obviously, like having the body parts to procreate and whatnot, um, to create a child naturally. So I feel like the movie was sexist towards men and women 
it was a joke like it was tapping into jokes towards um like men feeling disempowered by women or not acknowledged not loved not seen not heard by women and women feeling like they're not valued for their work for their their drive and power instead of being just parent figures like being a mother or even before being a mother but being a feminine that has no child and being expected to be married and whatnot right so these very old sex sexist values that have been created because of um media and like you know culture i mean this is very cultural uh, phenomena and experiences i feel like the masculine and feminine are kind of a big deal to to talk about so people can understand what the heck it even is it's not just words they're not just concepts of being a man or a woman having boobs and a vagina or having a penis it's deeper than that i think that the masculine represents, as I've said many times before, the do, the act, the thinker, the one that makes stuff happen. It's the one that actually initiates and creates the projects to finalize them. Whereas the feminine is the, the spiritual, the deeper emotional connection, the think, the observe, the watch, the one that takes in knowledge and then reacts to the knowledge and initiates some kind of um, you know reaction, whether positive or negative, same for the masculine. So there's a couple of decks I wanted to incorporate for the consciousness reading this week. Um, the first deck, I haven't used this deck in a while, but I thought it was fascinating because of all of the movies that I've been watching lately. I went back, like I said earlier, and rewatched Indiana Jones. And when I watched Indiana Jones, basically the old movies talked a lot about the relics. So the Ark of the Covenant, the Holy Grail, um, the Eye of Ra, um, the, the uh, little like crystal rocks that were used in the Temple of Doom, the second movie. These are all old relics, they're in history, they, they existed. But the interesting thing behind it was it was talking about the sacred sense of self where in every experience we have as humans, whether it's it's metaphysical and it's, a, it's spiritual, whether it's uh, scientific leaps like uh, making the, the nuclear bomb or creating electricity or whatever, there's so much that accommodates to the four senses of self, which is the mind, the heart, the emotion, the body, and the soul, which is a spirit. These four components are ruled into two parts the man and the woman side of the brain. The masculine part of the brain is the one that gets stuff done, the initiator, the doer, and the feminine side of the brain is the feeler, the nurturer, the observer, the connector. When the two are in balance, your mind, your mental body, will sit in a position of clarity. Your emotions will be clear and you will not have a reason to react. You'll be able to observe and feel and have a sense. Your physical form creates a sense of uh, the experience, the here, the awareness of the now. And the spiritual is that component of you to your higher self, to God, to whatever, source, universe. So the deck that I wanted to incorporate to that because we we're talking about the Holy Grail was the Oracle Wisdom of Avalon. This is the Wisdom of Avalon deck. This was what my mentor used that um, I grew to enjoy. It's by Colette Baron reed I wanted to pull a couple of cards for the collective from this deck specifically, talking about what we need to know about the masculine and feminine and why are these concepts coming in so strongly about having, uh, you know, 
emasculated men and not having a divine feminine. It's an aggressive, almost like feminist movement that was away from the original feminism that we, that I feel like should be more clear because I think people think that this new wave of feminism is some kind of justice to women where women see themselves as better than men now. I feel like I just don't agree with at all. I think we should all be seen in our strengths and weaknesses and seen equally in, in power, but even individuals, women to women, men to men, whatever, have gifts that surpass each other. So it should be acknowledged where someone is weak and where they are strong, where they are masculine, where they are feminine. And I think that's been very confused and very aggressively shaken through media for the past many years. So we're gonna poll collectively in the highest good of all and those who see past, present, future. May we please see what the collective most needs to know at this time. Interesting. Disruption, the swan and the horse. Oh my God, the horse has come up so much. Um, this is fascinating. So I wanted to kind of talk about this. The first card that we have going on is disruption. So disruption as as it is. I mean, we're gonna see people fighting and we're gonna see people going um, aggressively against each other because of the concepts, their values, their values are being shaken. So with disruption, it's like, yeah, people are gonna get stirred up. Yeah, people are gonna feel, yeah, they're gonna react. But do you need to be a part of that? Not necessarily. It's a good time to observe and listen to what's going on around you before acting. So disruption, there will be disruptions for everybody, especially in the masculine and feminine energy. The second one was the swan, <clears throat> which is transformation. The swan is the embodiment of, um, I don't know, it reminds me of magic because it's basically like, this sense of developing from the ugly duckling being this very basic, very first energy that created itself and moving into a beautiful position, a psychic position, a powerful transformation, going through that transformation, going from this ugly little duckling into this powerful and beautiful swan. In um, a lot of acting and media world, there's something called the swan song. The swan song in um, musicals or in, in plays is the moment in the show that is the catalyst. It's the it's the final. It's the finality. It's the ending that is the biggest part of the the message behind the play or the musical. In our world, in our sense, it, we're coming to a finality. We're coming to the swan song, so to speak. Something is coming to transform us, and it's coming in very soon. And then the horse, oh my gosh, I just saw <clears throat> this movie. I don't remember what the name of it is. It's the last name of the gentleman that created the nuclear bomb. I don't know what his name is, so you guys can look it up. You'll see the movie that comes in, but it's interesting that uh, the horse energy keeps coming up because I've been seeing horses all day, all week, at movies, in a lot of the media that I've been consuming. The horse and sacred representation is asking for help. It's accepting help from another and it's delegating authority. It's leadership and freedom. So seeing the horse come up again to me means that we are stepping into a position of our horse energy where it's like we're coming into the swan, which is this beautiful feminine like transformation. And then the horse is the masculine. So in the two cases, having the swan, the swan is your gifts. 
This is you really tapping into knowing who you are, knowing your values, knowing what you embody and represent. And the horse in the masculine represents delegating leadership, accepting help from others, um, freedom, leading people to their strengths, and knowing that there's going to be this disruption. I think that that's pretty amazing that that ended up coming up. Again, that was the wisdom of Avalon Oracle. I want to keep these out for now because I think that they're pretty fascinating that that's what came up. Um, we're actually going to pull from my deck today again. Um, that is the Crystal A-Lab Oracle. For those of you that, um, that own it or know about it, this is my Oracle deck that I created in 2020. It's called the Crystal A-Lab Oracle. It says your channeled Astrolab Compass Oracle deck. I created this deck basically to be like um, <clears throat> momentum, drive, like a compass for those that felt lost. So I wanted to kind of pull from that deck to see what elementals wanted to come and give us a bit more clarity on what folks we need to know about the masculine and feminine energy. I do feel like there's going to be a disruption and a confusion in our society as far as what masculine and feminine embodies. I think there's a toxic femininity and a toxic masculinity that has been present throughout all of time. Um, you can see people like Cleopatra who used men for power. You could say she did that because she was strategic and intelligent. But I do think that um, there are other components to why feminism in the darkest point of it is about basically taking power from those that they deem unworthy of it, which I think is improper. I think that the divine feminine should always embody that of the highest good for us, us as independents, us as women, those of us that watch that are gonna be the women energy, and even men that align with the femininity within them. This powerful femininity that's crossed the toxic femininity I think the powerful femininity is seeing yourself for your value, your talents, your gifts and abilities. For the fe femininity that's the shadow, I think it's selfishness, it's it's ego driven. It's 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 all about like, oh, I can get something out of this or whatever. I just don't feel that that serves the femininity at this time. For the masculine, uh, the positive masculine is these innovators, these doers, these these protectors, these men that come in and they are movers that push the 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 status quo, but also bring balance to those around them and, and bring prosperity to family and culture. The toxic masculinity is, as we've seen in government and in other experiences in just the U.S. alone, uh, prosecution of those with talent, uh, dogma, p creating religions that are attacking of other people's values, you name it. I mean, there's, there's a lot of toxicity there as well. So what I feel most importantly is if you need help, if you need someone to hold space for you, you wanna also be willing to accept whatever they have to offer, whether it's in the feminine or masculine presence. Say you need help moving, say you need help uh, with a project or work or with a child, like say you have a child and you need someone to step in and hold space for you. It doesn't matter what it is, accepting the help and saying thank you and being grateful holds high regard in the masculine. That is a masculine action. For um, the feminine part with the swan, it's trusting in your abilities and enhancing them. So practicing them, working with people who value you and see you. And sometimes you have to do it alone. For those of us that are in our sacred practice and maybe you're a nurse or a doctor or a scientist and you still have these gifts and you're unable to tap into your gifts, you find outlets that are yours that you could play with, that you can maneuver through, that you can 
that you can embrace your femininity in through your gifts. With my deck in the highest good for those watching past, present, and future, may we please pull and see what comes in for everybody. Gemini. This is funny because Gemini energy just keeps coming up. I'm a Gemini, so it's just, it's interesting that these concepts have been coming up all week. Uh, Gemini represents um, following your curiosity by gathering info before acting. Gemini is known as a sign that, um, that thinks and acts and it forgives easily, but it, it's very passionate. It does its thing. It moves it quick, like quickly. It's all about wit and thought, overthinking, analyzing, processing. So with Gemini showing up, we don't have all the answers yet. We need to get more information. We need to tap more into our abilities. We need to tap more into our thoughts. Even processing information, it's almost like when you're thinking about Gemini, it's like thinking about how you have to see what's all going on in front of you, gather all the intel, wait a little bit before acting, then make a decision, make an educated decision. We have a Gemini moon, perfect, yeah. So you're feeling the Gemini energy right now as well. The second card that showed up with Gemini, which is surprising, but I guess not because this is what's going on, um, the shadow of your soul. This is the shadow card. It says, shadow of your soul. This energy tests self-love, perseverance, and trust. So for those of us, especially, I feel like this is women energy, but if you're a male and you're experiencing like this, it's almost like a feminine like thing. Um, Rose, do you wanna be in the video? I'll let you be in the video if you want. Hello? You don't have a reading. Cool, thank you. Um, so I have a reading coming up right now, so I'm gonna finish up my thoughts and ideas and then I'll kind of connect with you guys again about this. Um, if you have commentary, you wanna add to it, we can do more later. I feel like this is a big topic. But to finalize out, um, we have the sound card, let the raw burn into healing for further clarity. You will get through this. We are going through massive amounts of change. We're going through the shadow of ourself and we are dealing with energy through sound. I wanna keep this concept up and I wanna to add to it later, but I really want you guys to understand that sound, it has a lot to do with your intention. It's almost like your words are magic. So if you do self-destructive work, you will destroy yourself. If you do positive work, positive talk, positive communication, positive outcomes will happen. So I'm even tapping into my words and trying to be conscious of what I'm saying and thinking. But um, I have to go, I have a reading. I will check in with you guys again later. I'm gonna take a picture of these cards and then I'm gonna talk more about it um, later because I think it's important. Thank you guys.